Welcome to Automation Advocates, a show where we will talk about automation, manufacturing, and meet some of the personalities that are involved in the industry and get their perspectives. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating. Thanks, and here's the show. Should we say hello? Welcome back. How's everyone doing today? Swell. Thanks for having us. We're back. We're back. For sure. Right. Well, today's topic is around the great resignation and our previous conversations were around automation and what are our thoughts on is automation creating part of the great resignation, right? As we automate more and more, um, or is it actually bringing more job opportunities than people realize? Uh, it's more about the fact that we're able to identify where life doesn't have to suck anymore. Mm-hmm. Really, I think that's what automation provides. You don't have to have a cashier ex- experience at a McDonald's anymore that could be better and handled with a screen because I already ordered my food from the comfort of my vehicle. Well, and I think too, I mean, that's been the whole angle since the beginning, right? Is mm-hmm. how do we take away things that are mm-hmm. dirty, dangerous, yeah. dull. Yeah, right? Dan- mm-hmm. dirty, dangerous, dull. Well said. Um we used to say it's slightly different, but we PC'd that up a little bit. Yeah, got to make it kind and friendly for the family. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you look backwards, let's pick on painting cars, right? There's nothing awesome about painting a car by hand because you've got all the fumes. You've got things that can go kaboomski if you're in the room and something lights. It's a right? technical like, word for blowing things up. Class one div two. Yeah. Group G, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Zone zero, zone one. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Not your standards course here. I do just I do discrete stuff where we put stuff in boxes. I don't do things that go kaboomski. Yeah. Build a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Safer. So I I think one of the really cool things that's coming out of this though is we've advanced really, really far in what's possible in the last decade. Right. So the jobs that we're looking at, I don't want to say replacing upscaling, right? Maybe the better term for it. Um, We're able to do them and and probably things that weren't possible before, right? So I think about bin picking, right? You look at uh, a sortation system for the USPS. Used to be an army full of people just sorting and sorting, sorting. And then we got dedicated machines that could do letters that way. Um, but parcels has been, you know, something that's grown tremendously over the last mm-hmm. decade. And you can still read my handwriting. It's fascinating. And it gets there and lickety split. Right. It's amazing. It's a day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can get there in less than 24 hours if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you seen like these uh, AGVs and the AMRs cruising around? Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Like mobile robots for anyone that didn't quite catch all the acronyms there. <laughs> automated guided vehicle, automated mobile robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think autonomous. Mm-hmm. I've been in yep. the Warner bus bar uh, manufacturing facility over in Eastern Germany and there's nobody driving a forklift there. Mm-mm. Stuff which gets, is mind blowing. Yeah. It, it, and that includes when it gets dropped off the raw material and when it gets picked up when it's finished and goods and it gets shipped to us, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, Holy cow, nobody picked up anything. Robots and conveyance systems took care of picking everything and when they retired they went and recharged themselves because why shouldn't they have you driven a forklift before yes how cool is it it's great i nearly killed myself several times in college so that's that's the rub right and i think about like i didn't have a frontal lobe and they gave me eleven thousand pound vehicle with uh fork tines on the front yeah fork tines on the front and propane you know propulsion did your buddy stand on the back to hold it down and you lifted something heavy yeah but it was like the the really scary one is the um, the platform powered pallet jack with electric uh, motors. Okay. And uh, so we would have a pallet of ice, and then they had four dock doors on a peninsula, and we would basically drift the pallet powered pallet jack into the guided point to load it onto our truck, and there was this really grumpy dude who ran the ice cream warehouse that we were joint tenants of. And he was super grumpy because every day we would inevitably drift our pallet jack cart every time we loaded the truck. And I, I was probably at 60%. Like a dirt track driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I would, 
hit that guy's desk. <laughs> Every day. Every time. So he would come back and his desk would be like just askew and just like dented again. And like the leg just kept bending over. Anyway. And how old were you? I got the job because a guy went through a windshield. And so his face opened up. I think I was 20. It was great. It sounds amazing. I learned a lot. But as a mother can't of can't have Sturgis yeah. without cold beer. And right? we, were, we were the source of ice. There you go. I love but it. But as, as I look to my son, though, in his, you know, mid-teens here, I uh, have no desire for him to. Yeah, but why shouldn't you be able to get a commercial driver's license in less than four days? I mean, you know, that seems reasonable. It, it does, but... You know, slightly scary for for the mom here to think of him being in that environment, but to know that more that's been automated where it would be safer for him to have jobs. Uh, that last two miles is never going to get that automated, I don't think. Yeah. Did you I mean, see? They're trying. To, apparently, there's a pizza robot rolling around Madison, Wisconsin, and people are upset because uh, it doesn't cross the street unless somebody's with it, so it just kind of chills there. I don't know. These are all unconfirmed. Somebody should fact check anything I'm saying. Well, I saw the one, it was a video the other day, and it looked like, I don't know, a dozen of those sorts of, we're going to call them AMRs, mm-hmm. cruising around. I don't know what was in them, but it snowed. Yeah. Oops, yeah. they're stuck, right? So yeah, but who, did, who wrote that spec, really? Who sat down and said, let's build an AMR. What's the operating environment? Oh, it's going to be exterior. Okay. Well, is it going to be north of, uh, I don't know. Nashville? I-70. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let's do it relevant to somebody, right? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, well, I mean, we had snow in Texas last year. So why yeah. is it snow on the spec? Why isn't the visual system calibrated for snow? I'm assuming that's what happened. And then traction's an no, issue? No, yeah, they were stuck. They were buried. Like, just, yeah. it, it couldn't keep up, right? Correct. Which, honestly... I don't know that that's even a spec problem. That's just an operator error problem. Like at some point you go, okay, we're not going to make deliveries until the plows come out, right? Like, sure, we, we can wait twelve hours. But there's an off-road version of the Segway. Yeah, and write the spec better, dude. Well, give it some tank treads. Well, then Chains, why don't we just make it a Volkswagen Beetle? Call it a day. Call it a day. Well-designed car. Yeah. Hey. And it'll run in the snow. Mm-hmm. Get it with a turbo and a uh, flower. Uh, what's the bingo on the front? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's I, got a Voss integrated into the dash. Yeah. For your, well for your flower bud. But to circle back, though, maybe the conversation is on where is automation helping make jobs safer for our next generation or any generation, I should say. Um, well, you're welding robots. I welding mean, robots. Right there. Like, right. We're that's making cars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a terrible, difficult thing to do. The fumes are terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's a there's an ocular hazard of several times over. Very much so. And then how do we Can help be. educate the masses that, you know, there's you always see articles. Robots are taking away people's jobs or automation's the taking jobs people's jobs. We're removing the suck from life. Yeah. So you can do other things. So the the first job I had, and this was still, I guess I was in high school at this point. So this is a piece of the origin story, if you will. Um, we were doing welding robots. That's all we did. And uh, it was awesome because, and, and that's what got me hooked, right? Because I remember I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So I learned how to weld, learned how to run a mill on a lathe and everything else that you do in the middle of nowhere, right? I'm sure you were in the similar boats. Nunchucks, um, though. We just built nunchucks. Yeah, so we did do that. But had we thought about that, that's actually a good idea because it would have incorporated metal and wood, so we could have just done both. Hogs are vicious creatures. But, uh, yeah, and, and I remember seeing this thing, and I, I want to say we were welding tractor parts. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and it was perfect, right? And And it also helps that when you're using a really cool pulse welder, um, which is cool technology on how the arc and blah, blah, blah. But the moral of the story was it was butter smooth, right? And I remember seeing this going, it's going to do that every time. Every time. Every time. And I went, this is what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not fall Set in love up. with that right away? Yeah. Like, that's, it was gold. Mm-hmm. Um, And just the other day, driving down the interstate, I don't know if you've seen the big, Billboards, people, adver- everyone's advertising, right? Manufacturing jobs. Dude, if you're a machinist, jobs. you can make like $25 an hour. You get a $5,000 sign- signing bonus. 
Yeah. I mean, there was it was a it was even a maintenance job. Like correct. If you can run a grease gun and basic multimeter type stuff, you can make twenty five dollars an hour. Like, correct. And they don't care where you went to school or what so you. So know. here's the question that everybody's worried about. Well, what happens when it goes to thirty five dollars an hour? Is that cheap enough now to buy the robot? Well, I think it's going to... The average tenure of an Amazon picker is less than 18 months. Are mm-hmm. you aware of that fact? Yep. I did not know that. Yeah. I did. Yep. Yeah. Do you know that Bezos set the whole thing up to just chew through people every 20, 18 to 24 months? Jeez. They automated the HR software. There's a job that has a lot of suck in it. Uh, no offense, HR people, but you know, I don't pity... The software developer in that regard, that's a that's an opportunity there. And somebody found it, and it was Amazon. They've automated the heck out of how to hire and train and then say goodbye to people. Right? Because it's, it's a full, you know, that's the whole segment, right? And, and you have to think, and this gets back to Sarah's, I guess, statement slash question, why are people leaving because they just don't want to do it, right? Well, it's, yeah, because it's a terrible I mean, job. Well, and, I mean, in my opinion, Amazon's missed some opportunities. I think they could have come up with their own shoe company, flat out, duh. <laughs> just because of the amount of miles you put on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, sure. we figured out, like, we licensed this from Hoka or whoever, you know, and we said, hey, you know, here's a kick-ass shoe. We're gonna make it a benefit of working here because we're gonna we're only gonna have concrete floors, and we're we're gonna have to make this tolerable like what if what if i what if i did make a new shoe and i i gave it to everybody that worked at amazon and they worked 30 months does that help jeff's math on his two-year envelope of how long people are going to last there it does it's just like the military they spec out footwear you know it's the same deal but like you could just if, if everybody looks at automation and optimization you know, the, 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 the contributing factor to the great resignation that I think few people are talking about is retention of talent. Correct. Okay. So if we're not going to retain talent and we're going to just try and hire more people with this money, well, then you're just going to lose what talent you have, which is going to make it more difficult to onboard your new people. So the great resignation is, is really, I think it comes back to a lot of things in corporate culture where people have said, well, we're driven by four numbers a year on this date. Okay, that's that's a terrible idea. Or we're going to we're going to change how much money we have on our balance sheet because we pay our bills in this this time frame now. You know, we're going to make all of our vendors banks, which is a terrible idea. So, until we move away from what I think is an issue core is we go from, we're a shareholder economy to a stakeholder economy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if we give people a stake in the job and it can be, Hey man, our goal is a hundred X a day or a hundred X an hour. And if we do one ten, man, we're going to give you, you know, an extra three, you know, three points new on the day. Laces. Yeah. New shoes. Here's a, here's a, you know, like Amazon has all these super gnarly. I mean, it's been well reported, right? All these super gnarly metrics for other people to hit. And I guarantee those people are showing up in, 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 in terrible Hanes white socks Right, and they're working ten hours in in shoes that might have cost forty eight dollars retail. Like, dude, I've I've run for thirty hours in a single pair of shoes, and my socks were thirty seven dollars because I knew it was gonna be a long day, and I got wool, and I wanted the little glove thingies. And I'm saying Amazon, like somewhere in the middle of ultra marathon preparedness, and what you're doing right now would probably improve. It's just like, what's the spec? Write a better specification. Communicate better. Mm-hmm. And make this environment better for everybody. Because Amazon's doing a great job of making uh, your user interface, right? They make that one-click thing. They got that user UX. They can grab your cash wicked quick. But they don't seem to want to make things better for the actual work that's going on. And I think that's a lesson that everybody is going to have to face either mm-hmm. has in the last six months or is going to have to face it in the next 12 months. Because... I think if if we truly have a great resignation going on, we truly have oh, 120,000 people, you know, need to fill these jobs. These jobs are out there. We need to get them. Well, healthcare sucks right now, right? Everybody's burned out. How do we automate that and improve that? How do we make it easier for those folks to go to work, right? Do we need an Amazon shoe for those folks, right? Like 
Those are things, this is just an example, right? The metaphor, just trying to translate across here yep. topics. So that's that's what I think it needs to be thought of is like, okay, how do we retain the talent we have? And then how do we how do we remove some of the suck from it? And automation is a quick way to do that. So on that topic, and you've seen warehouses with uh, so. automated storage retrieval systems, right? Yep. So let's suppose, and, and they're already doing a lot of this, right? But yep. If you don't have to walk around and you just stand there and pick the parts out of the bin and put it in the box, does it make it any better? Is that really, it, yeah, it cuts down on your step count, but the the activity remains the same. Yeah, but it allows you to go and take a restroom break. Sure, right. Sure. There, there's 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 talk of people not being able to do that. Yes, yeah, like that, if you can build crazy. up a queue, if you can build up a queue, like at the at the Warner bus bar. Uh, shipping age of their facility in Germany, they had a vertical queue of all yeah. the things that needed to be shipped out. So if you know if Henrik needs to go take a smoke break or get a lunch or you know go to take a doctor's appointment, it's not going to just spew all over the place, right? right. Intelligent right. automation, obviously, write a good specification. Sure, folks. that's Correct. really what it is. Is like, you know, I, I heard about uh, a piece of software a customer of mine uh, is considering right now, and one of the key features they were looking for was the salespeople that interface with the software that then drives ultimately the production documents, the salesperson gets to include a sketch of what he or she sold to the customer for the odor, right? Because these people make, you know, full-on systems. So it's probably a good idea, right? <laughs> but we had to wait until right. December of 2021 to make that a thing of your process. Like, I think, I think that could right. have been doing with a fax machine, like, you know. We should have. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, I'd be have that a requirement. Like, hey, thank you, Justin, for your order. <laughs> but uh, Sarah and I don't have no idea what it is you sold here. And they've been operating that way for this many years. It's like, wow. Yeah. Like you said, write a better spec and then I think promote it better. Correct. Get input from the people that are going to use it, right? Right. Well, and then as you're recruiting, I, you know, you look, you said, Justin, you were talking about the billboards you see. All the recruitment tactics right now are in dollars. It is, it's how much per hour yeah. bonus. And we we're just mm -hmm. talking about this too. You know, the, 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 the language money is it's its own, right? What other benefits are there that I may not know of to want to take that job? Like you said, Justin, you had background in welding and robots that when you saw the cool technology, you knew exactly what it was and why you wanted to do it. So I just, I said, I just look to people that have no idea. We all know people that have never been in a facility, you know, manufacturing or otherwise and seen anything. But how, how do we like attract them, get them in, you know, if they don't know what it is and they don't know what benefits there are, like, how do you, how do we better promote or recruit for that beyond how much I'm going to pay you an hour in a signing bonus? I think that's a challenge too, because I've done educational, I guess you'd call it educational outreach, right? So yeah. up at Camp Ripley, up in Brainerd, Minnesota, um, they do like a high school career day, tour day thing. And you go in and talk, right? And it's... It's an interesting challenge because I think, number one, the maturity level of your average high school student isn't at a place to have a real good conversation about that. And admittedly, I wasn't, right? I mean, oh, but it's a, totally and, guilty. And that's where dollars work. I mean, it, but, yeah. but even there, it didn't work, right? Because you get, get the smart remarks like, well, can you build a machine to clean my room? And I would always answer with, well, how much money you got? Because, yeah, I can build you anything. If you're going to pay for it. Sure. Um, but I don't think that that hit the mark either. Right. So it's kind of a weird. It's, it, it's a struggle. And I think we'll get somebody on from from one of the schools in the area to talk about that, because I know recruitment is tricky trying to get people to go into learn anything about it, much less get a job in it. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's a that's a big promotional challenge. But speaking of promotions, we're going to take a quick uh, 30 second break here. And this episode is brought to you by, well, me. In the event you'd like to join the show as a guest or a sponsor, feel free to email us at automationadvocates at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and now let's get back to it. And we're back. That's cute. Clever, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Snuck it right in there. Yeah. I feel like I was in a bad movie there. <laughs> <laughs> But, but it's it's tricky. It You know, the other thing that you talked about, too, is 
these ridiculous metrics and, and the craziness of it. And I remember hearing stories and, and I didn't work at a place that did this, but I remember hearing stories of um, Lincoln Electric and some of these other guys back in the 60s, 70s, where it was pay per piece. So you got paid for everything that you produced. Incentive based. Yes. Yep. Which yeah. gets you back to that stakeholder versus yep. shareholder, shareholder, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the, we've had so many people try to get so far away from that sort of well, mentality. It's tough. It's tough. It has, it's a cultural change, you know, mm-hmm. and I've seen it in different manufacturing places all over the United States. But, you know, I've seen it where, you know, they're making evaporative coils and they're like, this warranty rate is terrible. And so yeah. they sat everybody down and they put three people from the, you know, the hourly scale and three people from the salary <clears> scale. And they said, hey, how do we find a metric that we can all figure out and agree to? And then they said, hey, we're going to give you guys this 90 day period. And then after 90 days, everybody's going to get 90% of what they're paid. And then the next 10 to 20% is all dependent on these three things that these six people all figured out, you know, reduce warranty rate, increase throughput, you know, mm-hmm. decrease defects. And guess what? Everybody stayed and everybody made more money and their sales went up and they hired more people. For and, sure. And it's just like, duh. Like so, everybody, if, if you go on the idea that everybody's a good person, you actively remove suck, like Kaizen that out. Like have a suck Kaizen. <laughs> and let's just engineer the suck out of this work cell or this production line, Right. That's that's the, I think everybody would benefit. So another weird kind of, for instance, speaking of people. So I was out West uh, a couple weeks back meeting with a customer that said, hey, I hired a guy, right? So it was a, a friend of a friend kind of a thing, which super freaks me out working with friends, but that's a different topic. Um, Why are we here? I was going to say, what are we? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, wait a minute. No, it's, it's that slippery slope of like, just because I know you doesn't mean I can work with you. Right. That's where I'm getting at. I've got a lot of friends that I would never, ever work with or for, um, you guys are cool. We're good. Um, we get like jackets out of this third episode, matching hats. Yeah. Right. We get jackets or shirts. Polo's only though, right? Yeah, no. (laughs) Way too short lived for that. But anyway, so this guy hires somebody he knows who doesn't have any experience in what we're doing. Right. So automating well, agricultural stuff. Sure. And so he says, Hey, here's your offer letter. And in that offer letter, it says within, you know, six months, you're going to get a review, you know, today you're going to start at X. And then in six months, you're going to be between Y and Z based on knowledge gained and expertise and stuff. So the guy goes home and starts doing research on what this job is worth. And it turns out it sure is between X and Y and Z, right? That's, and he's like, well, why don't I get that now? I, I should be getting that now without any skills or experience. And has that piece of our culture proliferated or stuck? Like, is that the new norm or is that an exception? What, the entitlement piece of that statement? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, this. Well, but, how many but people I think, do you want to offend? Well, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now the voice of reason is going to step in here a little bit. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please, please. The entitlement you can look at it as two different ways. Trying to understand what you said, you started to talk about it earlier, I think, Charlie, what you're worth or what the job is worth or what you're getting into is worth. Sense of accomplishments worth. Sense like, of accomplishment. These are all very tough intangibles to define. They I mean, really are. They really are. And you can't to, write a spec that says put all terrain tires on this thing and get it done. No, no. But is it the entitlement as in... Why, yes, I'm amazing. Duh. You should just know this and pay me and I'm not going to do anything for it. Or is it, I've done my research. I understand market value. I understand my value. I want to start here to get here. It's hard without being in that room because you could easily write it off as entitlement or you could just write it off as, you know, they're trying to get something for nothing. Yeah, but I, I, it's I hard. Mean, I, I feel bad for the employer because I mean, the employer actually laid out some pretty solid ground rules and said, here you go. And was rational. Yeah. yeah. Like understanding and willing yeah. to do the training, right? Because yeah. there's a commitment on both sides, yeah, right? Like, like it's called taking ownership of the opportunity. Yes. And like, I get it. Yeah. I mean, we, 
as an employer, it's really tough. You want people to make an investment. I mean, it, you really, as an employer, you really don't get a benefit out of somebody, you know, in, in some jobs in, in, inside of two years. So usually two, it's usually at the three-year yeah, mark. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of jobs where just having a, a body will be beneficial and, and can be felt, you know, inside of two weeks. But the real solid spot is in that, you know, two-year thing. But, yeah, if you're just moving tires out of a, you know, out of a truck to a warehouse. Yeah, that wasn't the case here, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. picture junior tro- controls technician kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to learn some stuff. Like, here's your career map, man. This yeah. is what you're signing up for. Right. Yep. Yep. Here's and a I, photo. I can you can you plug this thing in? Do you understand what it does? You yeah, well, she's the wheeze. Why is the guy even consider for the job? Well, so that's another weird part. I, mean, I remember your customer. If I can be so broad. What? Yes and no. Right. So if you're if you're desperate enough, and, and again, I, I was the the benefit of this. Um. I didn't know anything about automation when I started my internship, right? Sure. And they said, here's a drawing, and here's a bunch of terminal blocks and a PLC and some wire with labels. Mm-hmm. Plug it all together and make it happen. Cool. Um, so I did, right? But I didn't know why the little LED turned on on the PLC. I so you no build idea. Legos. They Effectively. Somebody yeah. they could do Legos. Yeah. Great. And it was awesome. That's great. Right? Yeah. Um, but I didn't walk in going, well, this is what a technician I had no idea. Yeah. Um, because we don't do apprenticeships, because we don't do enough, you know, come in and, and witness, you know. Like Job shadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's just the stuff that needs to happen. And, you know, the pandemic screwed it all up. Sure. Um, but we still got how it's made. Are they still shooting that TV show? I don't know if it's still live or not. I don't know. I could look, but by the time I get my keyboard out, it'd be... Yeah, and I don't want you to We'll be do six that. processes down here. But, I mean, that's that's ultimately what we're talking about here is like, okay, uh, we want to have a, a valuable economy. We want people to have the ability to, you know, manifest their own destiny, which means we need to make stuff here, and people need to be a part of making stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the people that are stoked to work at Mercedes-Benz in Alabama. You know, look at all the people that are stoked to make uh, Nordic wear here in St. Louis Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're all great people. But I guess that's the answer back to Sarah's question. How do we get people interested? I think it's just exposure. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, word, yeah, 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 yeah. And word of mouth. Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. not happy. You, it's, it's a competitive job place right now. And that's going to change the way jobs are marketed. Yes. And it's going to change uh, work environments, probably for the better. But it's kind of sucks to be an employer because... Look right now you gotta have you gotta you gotta supplement somebody's at home office if they're not making things physically. And then you gotta make your your actual infrastructure cooler, Lights. better, yeah, yeah, more flexible. Heat. Snacks. snacks. I want snacks. snacks. Vending yeah. machines, yeah. right? Yeah. But the yoga class I ain't coming back for no. now. I mean it says Omicron. Yeah. You know. Right? I don't know. I mean, do I loosely qualify as an employer because I have snacks and drinks? I don't know. My buddy that that plays software games over at Best Buy, he's not going back to an office anytime soon. You know, he's got fifteen people spread across the United States, or the world, like mm-hmm. hosey hosey. That's yeah. all, that's that's interesting. And yet those those giant Best Buy buildings just sit there. Are they yeah. empty right now? You suppose? I don't know. Mostly, I've been in there. It's really weird. So the glass slants away. Yeah. yeah. So then you're looking at it, and then you see these people like they 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 use the glass as like their whiteboard. So oh, then cool. the, the paper is kind of like just at a funny angle. Yeah. Everything's at funny angles. It's, sure, it's all. I'm a big fan of square rooms. Yeah, you wouldn't enjoy this then. No, because oh. it's all tetrahedral. Yeah, is that the correct geometric Probably. shape? Well, Sarah was just recently at the uh, Rockwell headquarters. The Ivory Tower. Yeah. So that normally employs. Uh, it was a few thousand people. Yeah. The average number of employees there, I would say I've heard is anywhere around 2000 plus or minus in the last couple years was that pre pandemic, I think in its Haiti when there was manufacturing on site upwards of 5,000. I thought that was coming back. Um, some of it is, some we of did. it is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a contactor there's line some. running there now. Yeah. yeah so there's some of it there. Yeah. Good. What, uh, happened to be there a couple weeks ago and scary and dark and empty. <laughs> 
just was very, felt like you're there on a Saturday. Like you forgot something in your office. You had to run back and get sure. it. It just felt very, sure. like you shouldn't be there kind of feeling. I don't know, man. If, if I had the budget that said company had and I had that space, I know what I would do. I would just build a machine line of my own stuff to make my own stuff. Okay. I think it'd be that or a skate park 50, 50. Well, I mean, you can have the <laughs> skate park, you know, in place of the break room. Yeah. There's plenty of places to put yeah, one. There's no reason why you can't put a couple of hydraulic actuators in the middle of a uh, mini ramp and have it, you know, form a table for pizza and then lower back in for the ramp to then. Could re-exist. you get the, could you get the transitions nice and smooth though? Totally. All right. Totally. Okay. So moving on. Yeah. 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 But they should be making more stuff here. Yeah, I think we'll start to see that trend. Um, well, so the the contactor line we did put in, mm-hmm. um, we Rockwell Automation, um, who is not part of this podcast, just to throw that out there. But welcome to be right, welcome to be. Um, this contactor line is the 100C contactors. Yep, our IEC uh, contactors. And it it was like 4,000 SKUs that this thing runs, and I want to say I've seen three humans in there at any given time. So how how complete is it? Is it just is it raw material to complete product? Boxing? Yeah. Are, they, yeah. are they winding their own coils? Uh, so coils, I think, are coming in. Wound. Yeah, it's more assembly. Oh, it's final assembly. Final assembly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's, it's all of it, You've seen one of those right? coil robots, though? Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Oh, I can do five at once. <laughs> so for those that weren't in the room, that was some of the best uh, gestures to demonstrate um, yeah. that technology. Yeah, totally. What I think, but like I said, to kind of go back to what Charlie was talking about, if a, an employee, if you're happy in your job and you're happy what company's doing, you're going to talk about it. Yeah. And you're going to recruit others. Agreed. Versus if you don't like it. Agreed. Everybody knows. Agreed. Right. And yeah, to be an employer, to automate what you can, you know, to entice more employees, to broadcast that more better. Right to yeah, get I mean, more employees that's, in. That's what I think. That's what a lot of those CRM softwares are trying to do. Problem is yeah. now they pay people to run CRM softwares. You're like, what? What yeah. are we doing? Your organization's too large. I, I'm gonna. That's another okay. topic. I'm gonna refrain from speaking. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well, but so I mean, I, I mean, it's 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 another form of automation, software automation of of information. Mm-hmm. But and some of the stuff you can get out of it is really cool. Sure. Right. And I do appreciate because I'm a little absent minded time to time. Um, when I got to do my own CRM entries, I was appreciative of being able to run like, what did I do this month? And then you'd run the report. Yeah. Now you're operating in a different wavelength, Charlie. So not yeah. all of us are just naturally have that gift. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's, I turn around and go, man, what did I do yesterday? Yeah. Charlie's, I think you have, what is it? What? 287 tabs open on your browser no, at all times. No, like, I, you're don't, just... I don't like to do that. No. <laughs> I run, Internally. I run, no, I like to segment. I have three different browsers, <laughs> four tabs each. Yes. yes. And that way I can segment the thought pool. And it's a per browser. Per browser. To yeah. where it goes. And then when I actually initiate conversation with said browser, I know I'm turning on that part of my brain. But it's all in Chrome. No, it isn't. No, <laughs> oh, it isn't. you just told us before the show that it was all no, in Chrome. I'm a, I'm a shadow edge user too. Ooh. Yeah. Does it work? Uh, you know, it does. And it really works well with uh, your online version of Office. Really? Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll have to take some notes and yeah. dig into this a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. Just another topic I go to just write well, it down. When you run multiple emails, it's it's just nice. It's just, just to put it all to, put yeah. it all together. Oh, I suppose because otherwise they're gonna battle who's well, and I, away. yeah, exactly. And so then I just hang. You know, I still have Firefox. If I if I you know get deeper into my entrepreneurial virus that I'm battling. Well yeah. then. So yeah, that's the other thing. I think that uh, I think that is also a contributing factor to the Great Resignation is people uh, more than ever are seeing and being in uh, incentivized to say, "F it, I'm going on my own." I'm just gonna say what they call it the gig economy. I've heard like sure. I, I mean, it's you just said- easier, right? It's like, well, I can, I can. Uh, like my favorite example is this. This dude who, last time I locked my keys in my car, I had to get a, a lift. And this dude uh, was from Somalia, swell dude. 
And I was like, Hey man, what, what's, what's shaking? What are you digging over here? Cause he, he was an entrepreneur. I could tell. And he's like, dude, I just do this cause I wait for my guys to run trucks. So he dropped in from Somalia, picked up a Kenworth and uh, a reefer semi. And he runs that truck and pays this dude. He's like, I pay my guys 56 my, uh, cents per mile, which is like three or four cents more. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's like, I do all my maintenance out of St. Cloud because, you know, he prefers their those mechanics. Like, apparently, it's a regional dialect. I don't know. Sure. And um, of mechanic. Uh, and, and that's what he's, he's, he's trying to buy another truck. And so they buy these, you know, off-lease uh, Walmart trucks and go to town. And I'm like, wow. Like, he doesn't need a, he doesn't have a boss. He's mm-hmm. not even considered, but he's filling that void of putting truckers in the market, which is a whole other thing, right? Transportation. So, I mean, I don't know. I I wish we would just identify places where we have these bottlenecks, Mm -hmm. you know, and say, okay, let's automate the, the visual uh, inspection and in and out process of getting into a port. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's put a, a crane race on. I think we need a crane race. In a port building race. Have you ever seen how fast those cranes move, by the way? I understand, but we need to build more because there's still boats. Oh, yeah, Santa because Claus we haven't built a giant in a, port in yeah. 30, 40 years. Correct. Santa sure. Claus is a, is, is a week week out Not or even. less than, <laughs> depending on your calendar skills. And uh, holy cow, dude, there's a lot of gifts that didn't make it. Sure, sure. You know, so that's that's the thing. Let's Let's... Let's make stuff here. Let's make more cranes. Because then we can ship more stuff out too. Sure. That would be great. Sure. Shipping stuff. That'd be fun. We're trying. <sighs> it's tough. I mean, that's what we talked about a little bit last show, right? Ship yeah. stuff to Europe. Ship it to Asia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do it in a fun, cool way. I don't know that shipping is fun. No. But it could be cool. Castaway kind of took all the fun out of shipping. <laughs> I remember sitting in Hong Kong one night up in my hotel watching. So I used to build pelletizers a million yeah. years ago. And uh, you could sit there in Hong Kong and overlook the docks at the port. Perfect. And it's ship after ship after ship with all these giant gantry cranes. And it looked like a pelletizer. And yeah. they were just flying. Yeah. So cool. So cool. How many feet per second flying? <sighs> I I wouldn't even want to guess at this point. No? I'm going to say... How fast does a palletizer run? Uh, you can do a pick drop cycle in six seconds these days, which is, I don't know, let's call that, you know, six foot left and six foot back to the right with maybe a foot and a half of vertical attached to yeah, that. Think so. of the momentum math you got to do on a shipping mm-hmm. container. Mm. So that's another cool tech that we can talk about. It's automated. Maybe we can get the guys from Par Systems to talk so about So they're this. automating the 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 cable so they can soak up that momentum? So it's not the cable, but it's in how you do the acceleration and deceleration yep. of the motor. technology. Yeah. So basically, instead of just an S-curve, you chop up that and you kind of pre, yeah. you pre-jerk the jerk. Sure. My motion control nerds are probably scowling at me right now because yeah. I didn't say it right. But you chop up the waveform so you pre- Start the swing and then you, yeah. anyway, it's, it's, like it's built in. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. and uh, it. so the guys from Par bought this company out of Georgia, and uh, it's all this anti sway stuff. So you can move a crane basically full speed with just a joystick and let go, and it just knows how to stop. Yeah. Like it's no, and I have you ever ran a crane before? Mm, excavator, but no cranes. So cranes are spooky. And and this is as a field guy. I remember we'd rig up machines with chains and harnesses. Are we talking this. the I beam cranes? Or are we talking the the on track truck like the outdoor one with that puts the air conditioner on top of my uh, building? No, no, crane. no. So this would be a, a gantry crane gantry in a factory, crane. right? Got it. So yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. A, a bridge and a couple XY. of box beams. Yep, yeah. with a chain for a yeah. hoist or a rope. Yeah, yeah. But just the rigging scares me again because I'm a I'm a controls and software nerd, but. Uh, it was crazy because you'd move stuff and you didn't realize like these didn't have any anti-sway, right? So you'd, you'd move stuff and big, big things move. Um, momentum is terrifying. energy. Yeah. 
It's, and a lot of them aren't even variable speed, right? It's just bang, bang, soft starters or contactors. So you're going or you're not. There's yeah. not a lot of... In between. You know, <laughs> hey, give it a bump, right? No. Linear momentum remains constant. Yeah. 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 It's real, man. <laughs> it's neither created Very, nor destroyed. It's always going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Unless you put some, you know, change some vectors against it. Right. Right. So we spiraled a little bit there, but... Uh, Cranes are cool. Well, but see, they, so remo- cool. they removed the suck from the job, right? Right. With, with automation. So we have smarter motor control. Right. Now we can have people, you know, not require a uh, FAA-licensed crane operator to calculate the angular momentum of a shipping container to get it off a ship and onto a truck. Right. Mm-hmm. Those Thank outdoor you. ones are spooky, too. Dude, I want to go on a tour, but I, I don't think they're doing that right now. Uh, not right now, but we should talk about that later. Um, my favorite is when they're like, yeah, we can't do the lift today. It's too windy. Yeah. yeah. That's legit. Like, yeah. What? You're on a coast. It's a windy yeah. place. It happened to me in Idaho too. You're just name dropping locales all over the place. I've here. been a place before. Mm-hmm. You're, You're sitting Johnny next Cash. to my mugs. Do you see my progress on my mug yeah, stash it's, there? It's a bit obsessive. <laughs> wow. I like coffee. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Apparently for, you don't do dishes then. Is that what you're eventually going for? Uh, like, well, if I don't wash the next thirty of these, no, the ones I, I drink out of are. I have a clean one every time. I could yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, he could. Getting there. Yeah. Getting there. No, but I, again, I again I look at my teenage son of how would I even begin to explain to him how cool some of the technology is? To your point, Charlie, he's never seen it. I've had the fortune of seeing it with my job, but you can't always take your kid to work with you. Oh, I think like, you can. I think you haven't tried hard enough. Probably haven't tried hard enough. But, uh, yeah, how do you show any generation, any individual, what's cool out there, right? That's the struggle. YouTube. A lot of YouTube. Well, so is that a challenge to the audience? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of opportunities Take, take your there. kid to yeah. work? Yeah, take your kid to work. Yeah. Or better yet, sign up for a whole tour. Bring a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when I saw Dan Foss, uh compressor manufacturing facility in Georgia. And I was like, wow. Right. Yeah, because I, I think I look at my own son of what he has seen in my job. He doesn't want missed totally. birthdays, missed holidays, working yeah. nights and weekends, missed yeah. events and email. email and you know, <laughs> but I, and I I think that kind of goes into what his expectations of a job are. They don't or have to aren't, be. You know, and work is real though. It is. It gotta is. gotta have a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. You have to have some way to determine worth. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, part of that has to do with how you earn currency so that you can be a stand-up tax-paying individual. Yeah, contributing individual. I mean, just... Yeah, Yeah, but I... I I don't know. It just... It's an interesting challenge because... I I don't know. I think tension spans have shot that. Like, we're not going to get there. Oh, yeah. What what are you going to do, man? I, we, we still got. We still need to be able to go to Chipotle and get a burrito inside of ten minutes. Yeah, and anytime I mean, right after now it's like up eight over that. o'clock would be great. Yeah, right. Please stay open till nine. Yeah, not all of ten us years ago you five. roll into two harbors in Minnesota and there's nothing open except for maybe a, a bar, and uh, so you can't get any food after eight. And now it's like that in the city. Right, and it's mm-hmm. like what? But I mean, it's not that. But I mean, there's still places. There's still, pla- I mean, I guess the other place you're seeing. A soak up of that is the uh, increased automation and b- improved user experience of buying food for takeout. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's winning right now on that. For sure. Yeah. Like that's a competitive marketplace, you know, where it's like, huh, I can order from that uh, sushi and uh, ramen joint, like lickety split, Apple Pay in the app, boom, boom, we should have an episode just on ghost kitchens, by the way. Super passionate They're here. about that whole process. They're it's, here. Uh, They're here. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. How do yeah. we not do that? Well, I know why we didn't do it sooner. We didn't have computers in our pockets. Yeah, but I, I think there's still uh, a lot of opportunity in that space. For sure. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think there are several instances where automation could be improved. Uh, I think there's the co-robot idea. I think there's uh, a lot of opportunity on the front end that nobody seems to care about. 
I think there's a flexible piece that could benefit. And it's just, these are just microcosms that extend out. I think it's universally a thing like, oh, we could adopt that, those same technologies to the retail environment. Like it's getting better, right? Like mm-hmm. if you have an app now and you roll into a Home Depot, they've automated the greeter out of the job, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking for this. Oh, yeah, we got four of them. They're in aisle 46, bin two. Sweet. Right. In and out. Better yet, check it before you even go. Right? Correct. I'm, I'm looking at a shelf. That's where I'm going after this. Correct. They have two. Correct. I mean, you can still talk to Barry on your way back there I in electronics, Barry. and he'll he'll help you if you need a light bulb, and he's yeah. great. But, I mean, just get Apple Pay into your POS there. There's no NFC. Why, why haven't we automated all of the fraud out of transactions yet? Why are we still allowing magnetic strip swiping for payment? Like... Versus like a biometric? No, like NFC technology. Just like wave the damn, you know, single encrypted one-time transaction file transfer. That's what NFC is, right? Help me out there. Yeah. Okay. Bye. It's still not. It's still not universally around. Well, just like my single code when I go go to the ATM, right? Like if I don't have my card, I can go to the phone and I can say. I'm going to withdraw money, and it says, here, enter this six-digit code, and it just spits out money. But why is AutoZone no chip, no NFC, but they got the same POS front end that everybody else has? So there's... Write the better spec. There's got to be a challenge there, because I know, like, somebody stole my cards and stuff out of my truck last year, and they, they just shoved the chip in, and it still gave them a pile of stuff that they walked out the store with. Well, because you didn't call the company fast enough, dude. I was actively on the phone with them as the charges were coming in. I, oh. I got reimbursed for all sure, this, but sure. there was sure. I mean, it happened, right? Sure. But do you could want that there stuff be a, back? I don't know what it was. I bought it. Good. <laughs> Good. At a, <laughs> ten, to, ten to one. Yeah. yeah thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Great. Yeah, just for you. He didn't know. But I wonder. I mean, there's got to be a disposable token then, right? So this gets back to the conversation we had off air around cryptocurrencies and other things. Sure. Um, that will be a different day. Yeah, there's, 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 top, there's, there's so much rope there to yeah. drown in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Consensus. Uh, take the suck out of the job. Take the suck out of the job. And I think I like that, that it becomes a, uh, that's what automation gives you. And I think that's something that gives the employer uh, an unrealized or maybe an unimagined benefit that mm-hmm. you could then uh, communicate to your prospective job pool and be like, hey, man. We're making really cool stuff and we're making it faster and better here too. You know, come be a part of that. Or, you know, and maybe that sounds more exciting than ah, go pick food at the Aldi DC. And I mean, that's a good job too, man. You, we need people working in the Aldi DC, you know, the distribution center for those yeah. people at playing at home. I think the guys at Soft Robotics are going to fix some of that for us at some point too. Well, are you sponsored? Not yeah. yet, but if anybody's looking, more info. This bill, this billboard, this billboard is for you. No, it's just those, like the origami fingered, pneumatic grippers, soft. You can pick up eggs. Yeah, you're not breaking stuff anymore. Yeah, right? I had a, I had an application for that the other day. Yeah, I think we should take the suck out of being a nurse. I think we should come up with the, the uh, ass wiping robot. I think that is possibly innovation of the year we could do it i know we just grabbed one of those japanese home care robots it's already yeah. well developed and like their 11th generation sure grab some of your buddies at soft robotics finger fo- fingers yeah and we, we need a um a vision system to sight the crack and boom we could do this this yeah. is done i would think of all the nurses we'd be helping yeah and we could use water which is you could filter and reuse. So this goes back to Charlie's <laughs> entrepreneurial mindset. And we eliminate um, the paper thing. Cleaner. Maybe. It's like a, it's a, ro- a robotic bidet. Well, on that note, I think we've... Uh, automated. Would you say AMR at the beginning? That would be a uh, collaborative robot there. Well, but it would be mobile, though. It would have yeah, to I want to be a mobile. It would be AMR. Modern mobile. Yeah. AMR with a bidet attachment? Yeah, there you go. Brought to you by. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cooler. We can go start work in the garage now. Let's go do it. I'm ready. 
take the suck out of the jobs. That's what yeah. automation does. It's it's it, it doesn't take jobs away. It makes jobs suck less. Period. Closing thoughts, Sarah. Promote it better. I think you really need to help promote what your company can do. Mm-hmm. And like you said, stakeholder versus shareholder. Mm-hmm. OSHA That's, should have a cons a con- uh, like a contest. Yeah. Like how did you make your job safer? Here's a hundred thousand dollar grant from OSHA to compete for. Yippee skippy. I love it. It's cheaper than probably funding another OSHA uh, rep with a with a car and a laptop and a badge. They have badges. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. First year I ever uh, worked in my current job, I was waiting for an appointment, and an OSHA person just showed up unannounced. Dude, the room changed. Let's say this sounds like a, a, another story. For yeah, sure. fantastic. I mean, it, nothing bloody or gory sure. happened, but it's just like the transactional experience of people exchanging information and like, I'm here to make a sales call and this person is here to surprise the S out of you and reveal <laughs> your inner workings. It's like, Hey, we're going to see if you cleaned your bedroom, Justin. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And the lady knew like the receptionist. She's like, oh. so she had to get the message to the person yeah. that had to know that, you know, so like a bank teller alarm that you have to push under your I don't know. I, mean, I felt like I was sitting next to a sheriff, but there was no gun. There was no bulletproof vest. But I was like, wow. Sure. What sure. is, is going to, like, I mean, is it just. So like, how do we promote that job, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, you promote it by saying, hey, we're going to incentivize people to go out and find ways to make the, their place a safer place to work. Sure. Right? Which then makes it more accessible to a wider job pool for people who want to work there. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, maybe you took the drowning out of crabbing. Maybe more people would want to go crabbing. Still cold though, and you don't like cold. I don't know. I got my I got my snowboard jacket. I'm ready to go. Let's go outside. <laughs> All right. So what I'm hearing is, take the suck out of the job. Promote more. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Good luck. That's good. Automate right. something. Thank you. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed your time with us, please like and subscribe. Keep the letters coming to automationadvocates at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. The opinions in this show are ours and not representative of our employers. While normally polished, occasionally we might slide off the rails and into the ditch. Forgive us for that one.